This is the United We Stand podcast from St James's Park for the game against Newcastle United away. This podcast is brought to you by Improve Easy. Improve Easy are helping United fans across the country save money on their energy bills by installing home improvement measures such as free solar panels, free boilers and free insulation. All you have to do is text the word EASY to 60777 to see if you qualify for government funds. That's the word EASY, E-A-S-Y, to 60777. Why not give it a go? You might be missing out. We've just sent the latest United We Stand to the printers. It's out against Chelsea. There's a huge interview in there with Eric Ten Hag, where he explains what he's trying to do, what's going on, and gives some depth and answers uh, about subjects we've not seen before. The deadline for subscribing for the next 10 issues is Monday night. You've seen the links, and we'll put a link under this podcast as well. That will be the next 10 issues. We'll post them out to you wherever you are in the world. We've held the price for eight years now so if you want to buy a gift for somebody for christmas it's a great idea they'll get the next 10 issues sent through the post the mag will be on sale against chelsea bournemouth and Bayern munich it'll also be in the shops here's a podcast from newcastle Right, welcome to St James's Park. We're in the United We Stand podcast. Um, I'm studying with a group of uh, Newcastle United fans here and a young man here. You've raised some money for it. So tell me what you've raised some money for. Um, I've raised money for the food bank and the foundation. Isn't that very good of you? And how much have you raised? Um, £10,000. Wow, that's a fantastic effort. What sort of things have you been doing? Um, I've done um, 500 Easter eggs. Um, a thousand items and a, um, a 24-hour walk around St James's Park. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Some going. 24 hours walking around St James's Park. Good grief. I covered some miles. Did you work out how long it was then all over? Um, 66 miles. Good grief. Well, aren't you fantastic? And what's your name? Um, Wilfie. Hi, Wilfie. That's really good. And you're here at the game. Is this with your dad today? Uh, yeah. And you used to live in Middleton? Yeah, I used to live in Middleton, yeah. I used to work for Rochdale Football Club oh. back in the day. Yeah, loved it. Um, happy times. I enjoyed um, Rochdale, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, what 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 tier were they at the time? What level were they at the time? Oh, what was it? Was it um, league? Well, I think they were League Two. League Two. They never so been promoted, had they? Yeah. No, they stayed two, there yeah. for a long time. Yeah, but we had some good times. I remember um, the um, Carlin Cup. I think it was called them. We had like yeah. Fulham and people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, had some some happy. And what time. did you do there? Play or? No, 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 no. I just like helped with the fundraising. They needed this, the Spotland pitch. Yeah, um, yeah, the yeah. water doesn't run very good, so they needed this tractor with spikes on, and I helped raise money to buy this. Uh, this what's your name? Alan. Hi, Alan. Alan. So, Wilfie, so, so you, you supported him on this fundraising. You've moved back up to Newcastle yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, season ticket holders now. Yeah, back yeah, here. Yeah, back here. Um, yeah. Can I just say he only did the first hour and the last hour of the walk. I did the rest. He's just stealing the glory. <laughs> oh no! Well, you, you de- need to steal the glory as well. Yeah, I fancy your dad asking you to do all that <laughs> as well. That's really good stuff. So, um, you're a different place to where you were. A few years ago, different times. Place, yeah. um, are you happy with the progress that your manager's making? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy. Everybody thought we'd go out and spend money and be really silly and all that, but we've, you know, I think we've been really calm, nice and slow, laid solid foundations. Yeah, really happy. He's not like you say. I would imagine there was a huge budget for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he spent wisely, but has he spent enough 
Is that the team coach? Yeah, it is, yeah. What, it's been this long? Who's team coach? United or? Yeah, United, yeah. Well, didn't they come up from Manchester in it? Yeah. So it's been longer than us. The team coach, who we heard couldn't get a flight up today, uh, seems to have only just arrived after us. And that's the security for the first team coach in that one. Um, Which must mean they must have stopped somewhere. I would hope so. I hope they've not been stuck on it all the time. I heard they stopped at Weatherby to stretch the legs. <laughs> yeah, and, and do a beer stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, go on. So, um, but you've certainly got a lot of injuries now. So yeah. he's not, he's not, he's added some good players to your squad. You're obviously happy with them, but these injuries. Yeah, just no depth, no depth. I think um, on the one hand it's good because it means the owners have got to really um, get some new players in January. But I think the thing is, Obviously, outside of Newcastle, people are laughing at us and saying, "Oh, we're not as good as what we think we're going to be." But it's just one one step at a time. You can't expect to have a huge squad and take over the world. Do you know what I mean? So we are where exactly where where we are. It's struggle. You know, to have a few games a week with a small squad, you're going to pick up injuries. And today, have you heard what your team news is today? Not yet. No, no, no. 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 Well, we're, I we're don't think there's else. anybody fit. If you've got your boot, you could end up on the bench. Look, our players have got already made excuse that they came in a coach. Yeah. They'll probably just walk out there with walking sticks. Yeah. They're a bit of a soft underbelly, our team. Well, I think um, it's the same for both teams. Although in both of them, um, you had that um, long trek to uh, Turkey in midweek. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. both were disappointed. So yeah. who can who can get their, their minds in the game? I think the thing is, we, we know we can score goals. Yeah, yeah. And like you, we're happy with our manager. I think generally we're happy with our manager. I think there are some concerns, as there should be as a fan, that you think, why are they capitulating so easily when they're a couple of goals up? Is there a bit yeah, of a soft yeah. underbelly? Is he managing the game out? But he's not on the pitch at the time. And we can see that the progress made, certainly last year, it's taken a step back this year, but we've had a lot of injuries like yeah, you have. Yeah. Do you think that eventually, though, for your manager, he will run out of not say the patience of the owners but they will have a mindset that he can take them only so far because from what you've seen and we've seen it as well I think Newcastle have, have a few weaknesses particularly defensively that he's not been able to perhaps address or, sh- or maybe he should have addressed quicker going forward his transition seems good but you seem a little yeah. bit Nick Pope's kept you in it a lot uh, no no I totally agree I think the problem is so when we're you know, talking about the comparisons with Man United and Newcastle it's harder for you because of what you've afforded and you know you whereas we we this is we're going up to, to levels we're not used to do you know what I mean so um, so we're grateful for, for all of that whereas it's harder for you isn't it do you, do you know what I mean it's hard you expect to be so much further on we've seen from Manchester City yeah. that they you know won the lottery in yeah. their minds yeah, yeah, yeah. and they've been able to compete and they feel I know from talking to some of the City fans they almost feel frauds about it yeah, yeah, yeah. is there any feeling around yourselves that again there's a, it's been like a lottery run and you've yeah. catapulted yourself quicker than you would have liked you like winning the first time you win the league you yeah, like winning yeah, yeah. But, but is there a feeling of like almost a like it's not quite it's false or do you not feel that do you know what I don't if we'd suddenly gone out and bought 10 world class players at like 80, 90 million per player I would have thought well that's just not football but because we haven't we've done it sensibly and we're going to and listen look at look at Liverpool Look at Man City, look at Arsenal, look at Man United, Tottenham, Villa. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not no given, is there? It's, it's not like you're just going to... It, it just gets harder. There's more expectations. So, no, I, I would understand the question, but I don't feel a fraud no, in any way. Enough. Well, thanks for answering it. Because yeah. I didn't want to try and insult you by doing no, 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 it. No, no, But obviously there question, is a feeling yeah. throughout the league. Yeah. But it was always going to be thrown at you. It was yeah, always thrown at us. Yeah. Oh, well, you go out and spend more money than anyone yeah, else. Well, we always used to say, well, we've got, you know, 
we've had the highest attendance since yeah, the 60s got a world. and and we've 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 built on that mm-hmm. totally. we've slipped world. back and it is getting harder for us yeah. because of the likes of yourselves because you say because if you like even Europe Paris Saint-Germain and those other clubs coming through yeah. we, we're not sure where it'll stop going back to today young man then you've probably got in your mind one day you're going to play for probably Newcastle United but like Shearer do you have a position you play yourself um, midfield do you but midfield so who is it Bruno Gamera is you like best or who are you um, Fabian Shaw oh very good and you're expecting to win today uh, yeah score 5-0 um, Newcastle 5-0 good grief I shouldn't have bothered coming should I <laughs> no I shouldn't have bothered if I'd known it was 5 no, I could have stayed at home but no I think hopefully you're a bit optimistic there <laughs> although last year at Liverpool I said the same didn't I talking to someone and it was 7 but anyway that's another story um, what about yourself what do you see for this game I'm a little bit uh, more realistic I think I'm going 3-1 yeah um, just because I just think at home we've got a little bit more I think Last couple of years, Manu's froze. Not like not like Manu of old. No, no, no. Not like Manu of old. I was here when Cantona scored the one. Yeah, and beat so us one yeah, 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 yeah. And we should have won 15 1, yeah. but you were unbelievable. Schmeichel had seven he, arms. He did, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but Manu loved that challenge then. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They loved walking in the cauldron, whereas I don't think this team do. However, you've been, you've got the best, re- I think you've got the best run uh, record in the Premier League last month. Yeah, yeah, apparently. So, yeah. Somehow. Yeah, yeah we're absolutely. Absolutely rubbish. We've been well, told we're yeah. absolutely the worst team in the world, and yet we're really? six points off the top of something. Yeah, and yeah, the informed team—it's not what we watch, is it? No. But, but, but you know, but it is. It is what it is. You can only beat what's in front of you. Now then, one last question for you. I've heard that if you win the toss, you always kick a certain way because there's a three-foot drop from one end of the pitch down to the Gallagate. Hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And is that what you always do? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So if you look at that, if you look across, yeah, at the advertising boards. It's only second half, like. like yeah, second half. Yeah. We, we try to kick down. You always try and kick down yeah, hills. So if you look half. at the um, advertising boards from there, yeah. left to right, yeah. you just see the gap go like that to three foot. Hundred percent through that, yeah. So what I need to do is somehow get some information to our team yeah. to win the toss and kick the other way. Yeah. Shall people, I do that? Not many people know about that, do they? But no. obviously, Man United's on the <laughs> we're about our team up. but look thank you very much and you enjoyed enjoy the game today and thanks very much and I'll, and I'll see you perhaps see you after have a good time thanks very much can I just see if, he, if he's right with a 5-0 <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been here for 5-0 when Shearer came up and put his arms out oh, in front of us like that when he got his hat trick right, I was here the for that then I yeah it was, was yeah, yeah. alright enjoy the game thanks very much so we're here at um, St James Park uh, there's a couple of local fans there nice chat about their fundraising that they're doing Right, it's half time, well, virtually half time. Somehow the referees added on one minute uh, on a game that actually I've never seen us waste so much time. With Trafford, you come with a Lytham, you bring a bus from them, Lytham, don't you? Minibus. Yeah. So how long have you lads been coming? So, and your minibus, how do you do each week? We've sat here, we've sat on the minibus for three and a half hours and we expect a good performance from the team. And what we've got is same old from this season. 
lack of intensity, no character. I don't, I don't understand what we're, what are, we're trying to achieve here because it's not a win by the looks of it. It's funny, isn't it? You're, you were so high up here, so you really can see patterns of play, can't you? Oh. And they're just running through us. And going forward, Kobe Mayer has been really, really good. But going, we've, when we've turned round and had to defend, they've just run right through us, haven't they? Like a hot knife through butter. Yeah. Honestly, I think we've had one half chance all game. And Ganacho's there, left yeah. Foot shot, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just going in behind the fullback each time. We've got Luke Shaw left centre back, and Dallow, who's not a left back, he's a half right back. If, if I say anything, he's not yeah. even a good right back. And we've got him playing left back, and they're just running through us. Yeah. It's it's clear to see. I don't know. I mean, I love the manager. I'll back him all the way. But is he not seeing what we're seeing? Well, clearly not. And it's been a few times on it this year that he's not seen. Or maybe he has recognised it. Cody has recognised it, hasn't he? No. What would I do? I think I'd try and say, Varane, you're the centre-half, go on the pitch, Shaw, go to left-back, Wambasaka, you stay there, and let's put some energy in midfield, let's put Hannibal in there, who will put in a tackle, and will run around, because at the moment, there's no their transition from the back to the forward, is instant so that's why how many chances have they created what would you do that, that's why they're winning the game in the middle of the park they're Island dominating on. the middle of the park stick Hoyland on hold the ball go from there play right forward. got to play around him so where is Hoyland we bought this young striker he's injury prone though isn't he he's just come back from an injury you can't be throwing him straight in the deep end yeah. no, we've, no, got, we've got to do something we've got to do something different though haven't we right. we're getting dominated in the middle of the park We've got Bruno Fernandes and Mainu, who's a young lad, right? They're not ball winning, you know, they're not dominating midfields on a physical perspective. You've got Scott McTominay, if, if that's supposed to be his role, he's failing it. He's absolutely failing it. He's hiding. He's hiding behind players like he does his whole career. Get a centre mid on there who's going to get it on Joel Linton and stop him picking out passes all the time. Joel Linton's picking up every first or second ball. Get someone on him. Break up the play. The other problem we've got is... Uh, what do we do about a problem called Marcus Rashford? What do we do about Marcus Rashford? I'll be honest, mate, I am not a fan, mate. I think he's the most overrated player in the Premier League. He scores goals, but he does nothing for 90 minutes. I'd rather, I'd rather have Polistri on the right wing or Anthony. Anyone. Anyone but Rashford. He's bought some players... And it's all right. I know we've had injuries, but those players that he's bought, they're not getting in the side. What does that say about our recruitment? I'd love to say what I really think, but I'm, I'm keeping it PG. We've signed Mason Mount, and he can't even get in the team for 60 million. He's what? 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 What's the vision with him? Well, yeah, I don't know. He's creating something round him. We've got we've got to do something different this half. We were laughing, but. Ten Hag needs to get a magic wand out on our time and pray for a magic spell to get us a win here. We need to do something different. And I just don't see... There's no difference coming in any of these big games. I think we've gone, is it 12 games now away from home against the top, the top four or five? And we've lost every single one, I think. So we're, we're doing something wrong, aren't we? We want, to, we want to be challenging for everything. And we're nowhere near it playing like this. We're nowhere near it. We're nowhere near your Liverpools and your cities. And it, it's horrible to say, but it's true. We're but nowhere near it. We're nowhere near it, but we're only six points off it. And we're not really good. So you'd think that if we could just get something right, if he could, he's got to offload some players, hasn't he? To get some money in. And there must be a couple of players out there who we could bring in 
it would cement, you know, some of the. It would just do something different. Well, we've signed Mason Mount and Amrabat in the summer. Neither of them can get in the team. So, what are we doing? Well, Liverpool signed Sabozlai. Oh my God! He looks one of the best midfielders in the league. Why weren't we in for anyone like that? He'd walk into this team. Right. So. We decided what we're going to do. So at half time, we want to see. I want to see Hannibal out there. I don't think you do. Um, I want Hoyland. You want Hoyland. Hoyland. I want Hoyland on. Um, we want. We like to see a centre half who can play centre half. Varane, Luke's all left back. And then go and play left back. And Hoyland on. Right. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll pray for a miracle. We're just waiting now for the final whistle at the end of the game at St James's Park. There was nine minutes of added time. Bulb was probably in play about three minutes, maybe three minutes to the moment of added time. United have been awful during the entire game apart from a couple of half chances and a, an offside goal that even the players didn't claim for. It's, uh, it says a lot, doesn't it, that we can't win at any top game, any top team away from home for a year and a half or whatever it is it's absolutely appalling and you look at some of the players that we're picking and I'm not sure how they even get in the team Scott McTominay has been absolutely useless today United have played with nine men at least they took one of them off that was Rashford but we wait the final whistle now and um, it's the end of the game but we've just left the pit. We've just left the stadium now. What do you think of that? Terrible. We never looked like scoring all game, though, did we? Never looked like once we we're going to score there. Absolutely terrible. But it's one of them. This we're their biggest game, as we already know. Every year, we, every time they come down to us, and every time we go up to them, we're their biggest game. And you can see they were up for it, and you can see we just once again looked like we were hung over for midweek. It's just not good enough, is it anymore? No, not we, playing. We well make enough. excuse after excuse for them when we're looking for positives, and it was just. It's just really difficult to get any positives in it. Well, the thing is, though, in a game like that where you're chasing it, we're 1-0 down, you think to yourself, he's going to probably make a couple of positive changes, but it's the same for same again. I mean, myself, I thought he might keep he might keep Rashford on because you never know he might get a goal for us. And I know he's not obviously got a goal, he might yeah. goals this year, but the way he was going, just one of them, but you never know what's going to happen here. Yeah. Just one second. Whatsoever. Not happy. No. Midfield is absolutely awful. There's no midfield. No midfield. Take Bruno out of that midfield. It's non-existent. Wide open. Wide open all day long. And if Tanag can't see it, we've got problems. Seriously. They ran through us, didn't they, first half? Yeah. First half? They ran through us second half. That midfield. Score a goal, you've got to shoot. Right. That up after that. God bless the man. No, mate. 
Well, I've been out there before. So, right, Tanard can't see it. We can. Or I hope he you can see it. I hope you can, can see it because I, I back, I back bald is best. But oh, yes. that midfield tonight was take take Bruno out of the equation. No, it's just in the midfield. Because Bruno, Bruno works, and I've never seen a fit player in the Premier League than Bruno. But other than that, not good, mate. Not good. Midfield was overrun all day long. All day. We've got a very serious problem though now, haven't we? Because we just can't win. We, there's no confidence for that team to win away, no. but there's no leadership on that field. No there's no composure. There's no team that can transition. There's no. They give the ball away. They just like. They have no idea what what they're doing with it. My my issue is right. We look at that team now, right, and we got Anana, who's a sweeper keeper, right. I want a keeper that can stop a shot going in the goal. Right? That's me. I don't care if he can play football or not. If he can play with his feet, he gives it to Lindelof. Lindelof can't play football. What's the point? He's probably well, not on the pit. I mean, but he's got he's got a centre half there on the bench for him, yeah. What? Three three game uh, one game in every three? No. He's got work, but he's a world-class centre-half, and yet we're playing a left-back at centre-half. No, he's a world-class centre-half, but he plays one game in three. Pointless. But is that because he's not picked anymore? Don't know, you tell me, right? Everybody was slating Maguire beginning of the season. Maguire has been consistent for the last 10, 11 games. But right? he's not good enough. He's better. He's better than he's, be- he's better than me and you, but actually he's not, he's not very good, is he? We can say he's playing well for him, yeah. but, but is that really what we need? No, no he's consistent. Consistently what? Consistently Consi- fouling no, people? Consist- consistently consist- got a threatening bit headers from the only corner that goes up, thinks average. he's up front? Consistently average. Right, so consistent. well, he's better than some of the players that are on that pitch at the moment. He's average, you know what you're going to get. Mm. Some of them players on that pitch, you don't know what you're going to get. We created nothing though tonight, didn't we? They had no interest whatsoever. No interest whatsoever. It created absolutely nothing. No, nothing. Nothing to give the fans anything. I feel sorry, right? People will slag him off because he's, he's a captain, he's there to be shot down. I feel sorry for Bruno because he never hides, he runs, he never stops, he plays a bad pass and he wants it back and he'll do whatever he does. He's getting no help whatsoever. The thing that sums, sums it up for me is the fact that we haven't got a captain at our club. Why haven't we got Every a single one of us on here now couldn't put no, a finger. We, got we couldn't put a finger on it and say, he's our captain, he's our leader. We haven't got one, so they've got to give it yeah. to somebody. But Bruno, and that's stops, where we are now. Never hides. Fucking Robbins. Right? He can have the worst game in the world. He never hides, he always wants the ball. He did that exactly tonight. He wants the ball, he wants to play it. He's got got the players around him. He's not got the players around him. But is there any players on the bench? There's nothing, honestly. Black it. We're fucking absolutely I've not not got the answer. We're done. Right, we played mainly tonight. He's 18 year old. He doesn't need the pressure. He did okay. He did well. 
right? But behind him, you've got. It's not good. It's not good enough, mate. No. It's not good enough. We've all just been singing about we're not 19 forever. Fuck me, if we didn't fucking win that league up with Van Persie, we'd be fucking 19 for a fucking well, long, long time. you just mentioned it, right? That season we won the league, Van Persie won his league. Yeah, yeah. We have not got a centre forward, right? But we bought one to play and we're not playing him. He's not yeah. fit enough, right? And I get that, I get that. But in that bad management, when you can see what, what you need and go, right, I'll buy one centre forward and not bring anybody else to He's out. We play Martial. Tell you what, we've all watched Martial for the last how many years, and all gone. Nah, mate, not good enough. He's too many on his day. On his day. Too many false stones with fucking Martial. Yeah. We need. We've got nothing. Right. If you're a manager of another team, you go. Shut United down in midfield. You've got nothing going forward. Easy. <laughs> Cheers. We got battered from beginning to end. There was there, there was no pattern of play at all. The team the team just didn't look interested. Rashford must have touched the ball ten times, six times passed it back, and he he, he just didn't do nothing at all. And it and, and when you think these fans travel all this way to fucking support this team, I would just wish the team had the same loyalty and uh, commitment as the fans do. Because it just seems a disgrace at the moment the way we're playing. So we're we've already sort of written off this season, and yet up to today we were. In a way, still content, you know, yeah. contending in theory. We knew we weren't contending. But we've written off this season. Do you have the confidence in the manager that actually he can do it or he's going to be given the opportunity to turn it around? Uh, do I say, yeah, I've got the confidence in him? No, I don't at the moment because I, since he came in, I can't see no pattern of play. And the thing is, is these players that are playing for Man United now, they'll, they'll come out tomorrow and say, oh, we'll have to do better. And, and, but they keep doing this and they're not getting any better because the players aren't good enough. They just can't give us anything anything extra. And I've watched United a long time and you have. And the thing is, is you can see in them players, they, they, there's only one or two players on that pitch that have got anything in them in terms of class. And one of them's a, 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 a poor kid, an 18 year old. Right. And where do we go? I haven't got a clue. And uh, you were asking me the question, I wish I could answer something like that. <laughs> Painful. What's next, though? <laughs> do you know what? I've spent the week like. Well, the second half of the week, quite upbeat after what happened in Galatasaray. I was actually quite confident that we've turned the corner. Certainly Everton, um, playing better football, scoring goals. And, so, and then that tonight, one step forward, two step back, an absolute disaster. Like, that wasn't, I think Jim said before, that wasn't a good Newcastle. And 
yeah, we couldn't even get a shot on target. Just what is wrong with us? What I don't know what's happened to Rashford, or whether he's got caught up in all that fucking stuff that he's done, the, the stuff outside of football. He doesn't look bothered. Martial, we know, hasn't been bothered for ninety percent of his United career. Highland, even outside of the Champions League, hasn't looked that great. Like he, we're close to looking great on the odd day like Everton and then most of the time this season just an absolute disaster like and that tonight was unforgivable like I didn't think we'd beat Newcastle but I thought we'd at least get a chance at least like go up against them like it's painful to watch it's we're we're shambles it's it's now 18 months of coming to this sort of top 7 top 8 top 9 whatever ground and putting in limp, gutless, spineless performances every single time, and we just, we just look like we've got no idea. It's a collective, individually, and you know, I, I, I just don't see a future for the manager now. It's the first time where I've really thought there's going to be a change soon because we just, we just going nowhere. I don't see what we're trying to do. The vast majority of the plays is signs. So nowhere near. I mean, you look at some of them players on there, you know. I mean, Amrabat, I'm not sure. Probably the only worst player I've seen at United in the past five years is is Mason Mount than Amrabat. Just, you know, Regulon, he he gets Regulon on loan. He's looked poor since he's come. And he's behind a lot of right-back playing out of position. He's starting players who he wanted to sell in the summer. I just don't know what we're trying to do. I, I still don't see a, a real pattern of play and identity about us. And well, is that not part of the problem that, that we've had for the last... Like, like we have given Ten Hag the, the, the players he wanted to a degree, but in this short amount of time, we've signed Sabitzer on loan, Veghorst on loan. Like, if you're an absolute elite-level club, which we should be... You shouldn't be getting Veghorst, who, you know, went four months with certain admirable qualities, but barely shot on goal and, and, and not a single goal. A manager shouldn't be signing his own players. No one else does it now. That's what you have a scouting team. That's what you have a recruitment yeah. team. You know, we bought Anthony last year because Ten Hag literally said, I want a left-footed right winger. And we had no... Because we don't do any scouting, we had no one... To, to put forward so it's like oh I'm going to have to buy someone who I know oh well, I knew him at Ajax so because we'd already bought Man- Martin as we end up overpaying it's just ridiculous it shows just how badly we run speaking of Anthony Matty um, who was telling us before that apparently which this fucking annoys me that um, Anthony apologised basically on Ganacho's behalf at Galatasaray the other night on celebrating the goal the that's a great thing at a place like that you score a goal like that and Ganacho it's great to see him winding up there fans and all that and Anthony's there a man who really hasn't done anywhere near enough at United since he's landed there um, one footed he brought all the other problems to the club and he goes doing that and it's like what, what are you doing mate like this is not Ganacho is ten times more what a United player should be than anything he's shown so far. The, the, and, and it, the, this sums up where we are with personalities in this squad that 
this week after all the abuse Man United players have took at Galatasaray in the times we've played there you've got Anthony apologising to their fans yet he stands there and doesn't do anything at full time doesn't even clap United fans never apologise never mind apologising and that, that's where we're at with, with the, the sort of personalities we've got at the club at the minute and it's just a, it's just a shambles and it's it's not going to change until the ownership changes until the football structure changes that's what's got to change first but it is it is so so bad it's frightening it will it'll, it'll start the change of the ownership and um, one thing one thing I really don't get is kind of the criticism that goes against Bruno like I think if if Bruno was in a successful United team, if you look since he come two and a half years ago, like Keane's had a go at him. I mean, Keane had a go at him for fucking having a go at referee. No one chased the referee round the pitch more than Roy Keane, which was great as well. So everything is decided by whether you're winning or not because. Bruno, I, I mean, it can be frustrating when he, he blazes a ball over the bar and that, but of all the problems we've had in the last two or three years, Fernandez is my least problem. I think he, his commitment is incredible. His games that he plays is incredible. The, the, I think he leads by example. I think he runs his ass off every single game. And I don't get why of all the problems we've got, and there's many of them at the moment, why Bruno Fernandes is it to a lot of United fans. People like Keane having to go, oh, he's, he should be captain. Who the fuck would you have captain in that? Like, since he's come in, his goals, assist record, effort, and the amount of games he's played is almost faultless. It can be frustrating, it can be a bit petulant, but I'd say if you started United again tomorrow and reset them, I'd put Fernandez as the first player on the pitch and then start building the team around him. There's a We're lucky to have him. We're lucky to have him. Bruno, in a successful United team, or in any other United team five years ago, you put Bruno Fernandez behind Wayne Rooney five years ago, would be brilliant. He's just unlucky. We're lucky to have him because he's unlucky that he's landed in this unsuccessful, awful period in our history at the moment. There was a moment in the second, I think it was last season when Arsenal scored at Old Trafford when De Gea was down injured. It's a moment in the second half when their keeper was down injured and we were attacking and the ref stopped play, which he shouldn't have done. And yet we... And yet not one player, not one player surrounded the ref and, and moaned that he'd stopped the game. Not one of them, they all just stood there and took it. And we just, we're the biggest soft asses in the league. We really are, we just take it. There's no fight, there's no fire in them. They're all gutless, they're spineless. And it's just, it's just infuriating. You know, they, they, had that claim for a ball that was never a ball but straight away four or five of them claiming it trying to put pressure on the referee trying to get little marginal gains we do summer and they just they just salt and walk around like they don't give a shit it's just the, the culture is so inherently bad at the club it's 
it is frightening and it, they're just all shit out. We, 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 just, we just never look like we get a chance tonight. Like the game just, I've said it before on this podcast, like, I mean, Everton you can add to the list of good performances. Palace in the League Cup, Tottenham for a certain amount of time, certainly like Copenhagen away for a certain amount of time, and definitely Galatasaray, but percentages wise, we've been good for about. 8% of this season games of performance wise I, 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 just... I said it me, me Neil I said to Neil said, me you can play, could have played in that for Newcastle tonight and it would have been the same and I guarantee in what three weeks when we go to Anfield Alisson in the first minute could go and sit in the cop pick anyone out of there and Liverpool still guaranteed to win and keep a clean sheet it's just it's pathetic we're here to make up the numbers we're not here to compete we're a team that makes up the numbers and provides a bit of light entertainment. The big easy. That is the, the perfect game for Newcastle after after playing in Paris in the week away from home in Europe. The perfect game for them is Man United at home because they know it's going to be the easiest game of the season. They won't make you run. They won't make you work hard. They won't score and they'll give you a chance. Like Jim said, though. The absolute perfect game. Like, this wasn't a good Newcastle. They weren't good at all. They're fucking awful. Yeah. I mean, there's a bit of quality. I mean, there wasn't one bit of quality in the entire game. They just run more than United. That's it. Two terrible teams, but they just want it more and deserve to beat us. What's annoying is, though, at times we can do it like... Galatasaray the other night I thought for the first half hour we were brilliant we were at Copenhagen but we were standing up to the crowd we were you know we scored great goals like I just and then we can't do it for 90 minutes we never do it for 90 minutes because we're a team of moments we don't play with any sort of sustained pattern of play we're a team that, that whether it's a Bruno I know it sounds daft but Rashford every now and then an actual who can produce a bit of magic but we're not a team that can play with any sustained pattern of play so nothing's ever going to last even if we get you know we'll play Chelsea even if you know by some miracle we beat Chelsea and Bournemouth in the next week we'll get smashed the week after yeah. because we cannot sustain anything we're not a week in week out team are we we're not a consistently brilliant team no at all and you say that until things change but it's wholesale change, isn't it? And that's the worry. Yeah. yeah. Again, you, you, any of us could probably name 15 players tomorrow you'd sell and you won't miss them an inch. But if we're talking about wholesale change, which we are, then you, we should have had that wholesale change should have started 18 months ago. From the top, you exactly. Yeah, from the top down. Yeah, but, but 100%. Including the team. So we're still waiting the beginning of an 18-month turnaround because it takes 18 months to two years to yeah, start so we've not even started that have we and we should have started that 18 months ago the problem is when we talk about plays we need to sell which is the conversation we had after Ranić that we need to sell 15 players you now talk about plays like Anthony Mason Mount Amrabat I know he's only on loan Regulon so players who have who we've actually brought in and now we're looking at trying to wanting to get rid of who we've brought in since the supposed rebuild started. That's the biggest worry for Ten Hag that like a lot of our bad players at the moment are some of the, are the lads that he's brought in. Mason Mount has been a disaster. 
like Anthony has been a disaster and I mean he's, he's dealt with so much I mean there's a lot of pluses for Ten Hag like he come in he finished third got us back in the Champions League by doing that um, got to the FA Cup final won the League Cup final he's done so much good but his signings when you look at them now he's a, a, a disaster well, I'd love to know why he keeps playing the centre midfielder who can't get on the ball or pass the ball. A man who keeps playing Scott McTominay every week deserves to be sacked, well, in my opinion. He wanted rid of him in the summer. Yeah. And now he's playing him every single week ahead of But you can say that, you can say that about Maguire. You can say that about and, I, and, I, and to be fair, to a point, I kind of respect the fact if he thinks you're playing well, he'll play you. If he thinks you're playing shit, he'll drop you. And to be fair, I think that is a good thing for the squad if you're not playing that well yeah. then at least you've got a way in but there's no way Scott McTominay should be playing centre midfield every week for United he doesn't want to get on the ball he might score the odd goal fair enough but there's plenty of players who can score goals he doesn't even want the ball he doesn't get on the ball every, every away game we play we can see possession because we have a player in the midfield who want to get on the ball in any way, shape, or form. Who would you play instead of him, though? In our team at the moment, who would you play Today, a game's away against better teams than us, which is debatable whether they're a better team than us because over the last two years, they're what are they, they're, we're still ahead of them on points. This year, what they've just got ahead of us this year, we've been in the final. Last year, we come above them. They're not the best side in the world, but against sides around us in the league, I would play Amrabat and Mainu at the moment and play Bruno as a number 10. And just get a bit of control of the game. How many games do we just let pass us by when we don't I get don't a kick in the ball? Amrabat's got the pace to play. But he might do if he had another man next to him. Amrabat was excellent on Wednesday, I thought, at uh, uh, Galatasaray. Smaller game right. though, wasn't it? I don't like it, Correct, 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 correct. But you've got, when, you, when you're a team who can't control football matches, you've got to have two deeper to allow to give yourself a chance. We, aren't, we don't even give ourselves a chance of controlling games. Because we play one 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 holding midfielder and two fucking strikers. When Bruno plays up front, he, and he plays another come next to him who plays as a, like a he, false nine. He, get, get two midfielders in and get Bruno as a number ten and get a fucking grip of the football match. See we that play how other teams want to play. I yeah. said this on the way down. Like if a team wants to slow the game down and have it defend, that's how we play. Cause we can't do anything. If like Wednesday, Galatasaray and Copenhagen want to play with a bit of chaos and then we, that's how we play right. because we, we can't that as soon as McTominay scored on Wednesday we should have just dropped two holding midfielders slowed the yeah. game down killed the game you're but right we can't. no matter what no matter what we go punch for punch with no matter who's what team we play and the, the reality is most of these teams are a bit Every team we play that are below us in the league, we beat. And every team that's in and around us or better than us, because of the way we play, we get battered. Yeah. I, I give us a reprieve after the Fulham game because, you know, we scored a last-minute winner. We were still shit. We were fucking shite then. We've been shite ever since. You know, that fucking Galatasaray game midweek was like a basketball game. I might say that tonight was a load of fucking shit. We come up against... Good, no, no, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go um, pull away from that. I think that argument and that discussion could go on for a long, long time. So it's the United Wisdom podcast from Newcastle. People are not very happy. Um, it's a long, pretty long journey home um, with the snow falling a little bit outside and certainly snow um, on the surrounding fields as we head down or head back down the A1. 
Manchester United were not very good today. Newcastle United were not much better, but they certainly were a lot better than Manchester United. And they were certainly more than deserving of a 1-0 win. So that's the United We Stand podcast from St James's Park on the way back to Manchester. And um, a very downbeat, miserable trip home.